there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to freeze. Wait. Not a game. Not not the game that I go out there and and die for. What is a paid podcast? Presented by Stadium. I'm Zach Badgerhouse. That's my main man, Ben Winstein, dancing over here. <laughs> and first thing first, I just want to say again, thank you to our main man from last week, Dave King, talking yeah. everything Phoenix Suns. Always good to learn we about had the to Suns. go to the East Coast, yeah. over the Brooklyn Bridge. Where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? No, no other better way to do that, Ben, to talk everything Excited. Brooklyn Nets, is to get in, get in it with our main man. Keith McPherson of WFan660, talking Nets fanalists. Make sure you check out oh, the pie all season this season because I know it's gonna be lit. Talking Nets, you my are man, ready. Keith McPherson. How you doing, Chief? It's up, man. Is this the third year in a row we've done this now? I think. Yes, this sir. Three, three P. Row. The hat Love trick it. for three. Bang. Um, <laughs> man, it's, good. it's good to be back into the nba season already because yes sir this baseball season in new york trash this football season in new york already in the trash can so we're already like <laughs> yo let's just let it snow let's get back into the arenas let's get back to the hooping and uh man the nets are completely different now so i'm ready to see what they look like so let's just dive right into it like you said they're a completely kind of different team um after the trade with kevin durant basically saw a new look team. You go into this offseason. It was kind of quiet a little bit for the Nets, but just kind of talk about their offseason and, like, some of the things you heard from Media Day. Yeah, I actually didn't go to Media Day because I have a baby now. That's that's something <laughs> that has changed. Uh, I had to take care of my kid awesome. over going to Media Day. But it's cool because, like, you know, I felt like this Media Day got back to where we used to be with the Nets, right? There used to be mm-hmm. a ton of hype for Media Day with Katie, Kyrie, James Harden. It was like, national media and local new york media but uh it is quiet for the nets and that's a phrase we use in 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 brooklyn like or you know in new york in general new jersey like yo bro it's quiet for you right now it's quiet for us right now and it should be and i'm cool with that because before we sold our souls to go to super team route the big three route um and try and let uh kd and kyrie run the show brooklyn was always gritty scrappy brooklyn was always made of some young guys draft picks journeymen um you know, and just found a way to win to surprise you sometimes. Like uh, now I think they, they have a chance to get back to that. And, you know, from media day, the biggest name now is Ben Simmons. Ain't that a, uh, you, you get Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, yeah. Paul Millsap. And then when it's all said and done, you're stuck with Ben Simmons. I'm so sorry. Can't be like, what about Mikhail though? Like, yeah. At least we got Mikhail Bridges here and you know, he's quiet. But, like, we know he's a dog. He came in, and he looked like KD at times last year with his midi game, uh, shooting a three, hitting his celly. I can't even do his celly right. I'm still working on it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they paid his boy Cam Johnson. 
And uh, those two, they call them the twins. I think that they're going to lead the way. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is part of that old regime Nets. Obviously, he dipped. He went to D.C. He went to Dallas, and he came back. So I think he provides some of that original Brooklyn feel. It's only been 10 years that the team has been in Brooklyn. This is year 11. And uh, I can't wait to see what, you know, journeymen like Lonnie Walker and Dennis Smith Jr. bring to the table. They had a late mm-hmm. signing of Harry Giles. Uh, there's young guys like I spoke on right now. Cam Thomas is in his third year. Dayron Sharp is in his third year. And then we got a class of rookies. So coming out of me day, I think the vibe is that, okay, we're getting back to basketball. We're getting back to what the Brooklyn way was, which was gritty, scrappy, uh, didn't have a bunch of superstars. I mean, obviously, it's deja vu because we went the route of Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and that whole thing. But then it was quiet for a few years. We didn't have any draft picks, and we had to find talent wherever we could. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Kenny Atkinson was the coach back then. Now, with Jacques Vaughn being the head coach, I think we're getting back to that same type of style, that same type of feel. So, first round exit in the playoffs. And it seems to me, at least for Brooklyn fans, like, hopes are still pretty high. For this team, you've got a lot of dudes, you named a lot of players, and a lot of those guys are good to above average, you know, role players, and you've got some guys who could be stars. Is there anyone you expect to take that leap to really yeah. be the guy in, in yeah, Brooklyn? Yeah, I didn't say his name. I didn't say his name, and I feel bad that I, I didn't say this man's name. Nick Claxton. Nick Claxton is the, is the leader of the squad. Mm. Nick Claxton is a guy that was getting looked at as defensive player of the year, and as soon as... Katie and Kyrie forced their way out. They're like, oh, forget about him. He said that at media day. He's like, yo, my name fell out of all the defensive team talks, all the defensive player of the year. Once we weren't on the map with those guys, he's like, that put a chip on my shoulder. Like, you know, I'm still him. I'm still me. Like, I got to okay. still go out there and prove that I, I was the same player with them without them. So, um, you know, talking about the, the first round exit, I was on air on WFN last night. We interviewed Megan Triplett, who's our sideline reporter for the New York Liberty. Shout out to the Liberty. Go get it done. Bring the parade back to the city. Um, we talked about uh, the Nets and how, like, you know, they have they don't have a lot to prove and they don't have a high bar. Nobody knows what they're going to be. But if they get to the playoffs and win one game, they'll be better than KD and Kyrie were their last two years. Like, they got swept out of the playoffs. Mm. The last two seasons, the Sixers and the Celtics swept them out of the playoffs. If this team find a way under Jacques Vaughn to gel and get back in the dance and win one game, we like we just want to celebrate one playoff victory, right? <laughs> that, like that's that's all y'all got to do: win one damn playoff that. game. No, we'll I'm, be yeah. out there like Brooklyn, let's go, <laughs> waving towels and stuff. I love that. So you mentioned Nick Claxton, right? But I feel like there's still something missing in the front court. You feel like the Nets need to make a move before February, before December, or you think they're going to be straight moving forward in this season? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I think they do need to make a move, but I think they're chilling right now. You know, they made so many moves in this, you know, last few years. I think when we get close to the trade deadline, maybe they'll feel a need, but you know, I mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie and Cam Thomas and you know, Ben Simmons, you know, right now they're talking about Ben Simmons. I have no idea what Ben Simmons is going to be, but this guy is like, I'm, I'm trying to be the point guard. He's trying to be the point guard. He's trying to be the guy. So <laughs> let, let's see. Let's see if, if he really can do it. I, I, I'll say this right now. I unsubscribed from all Ben Simmons alerts uh, two years ago when they were putting him on the marquee. Uh, I remember pulling up to, to BC, Barclays Center, and they had this like power up, level up, 
promo and they had Ben Simmons in it as we went into the playoffs. And I'm like, why the hell y'all got him up here? He's not about to play. Like, who are you fooling? Like, he's not about to play. (laughs) Street clothes. Yeah, that's about to be his nickname for real. Model boy. That boy want to be a model so bad. (laughs) He's on the the sideline. Louis, Gucci, Fendi, Prada. Like, bro, if you want to be a model, go do that somewhere else. Like, there's avenues for you right here in New York. If you're if you're about hooping, like leave all that. So I don't know. Jacques Vaughn and him, they have like a handshake agreement. We'll see how it goes with him as as a point guard. But Spencer Dinwiddie ran uh point last year. And I know I'm blanking on somebody else that that they have in the mix to do that. But we'll see. You know, training camp is open and preseason's about to start. And I think the roles will shake out in the next couple of weeks. So with this team, obviously, as we talked about, a lot of good players and players that can really show up next season. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson. Yeah, like they have names. Maybe Ben Simmons. I don't know. Not all Bens. <laughs> I don't, don't want to speak for all Bens out there. But I do want to say, you know, there's there's expectations. There's like a ceiling of expectations. But if we're talking about serious expectations, like realistic expectations for this Brooklyn Nets team, what would you say they are going into this year for what they can do into the postseason? They're a playing team, you know, maybe a playoff team, okay. but like they're a playing team. That's what we want to see. Get into play and be competitive. Uh, nobody knows, right? But what I what I what I expect from these guys is it to get back to basketball. Me as a podcast host, as a radio personality, as a fan from New Jersey who grew up rooting for J Kid and and these New Jersey Nets, like they had superstars back then. But it was always about ball. It was always about basketball. And with Katie yeah. and Kyrie, it became about everything else. It was like Katie's got all these business ventures, 35 ventures, boardroom. Katie's is like mogul. And then he's always on Twitter getting at people. It's like, bruh, leave all that. And then obviously, you know, Kyrie wants everybody to see a movie on Amazon that he didn't even watch. And then everybody else had to get the jab. And Kyrie was like, nah, not me. Nope. That's what y'all do. Nope. And then we had the fiasco with the mayor in New York and all that. Like, we had people outside Barclays Center. I was pulling up to Barclays Center, and there was hella people out there protesting all last season. It was MAGA. It was Black Lives Matter. And then there was this other, like, Muslim group. People were out there saying the Holocaust never happened, that the uh, the vaccine is going to make you sick. All this crazy stuff. Like, I'm getting off the train to go watch these guys. Who? I don't care about none of that. So now <laughs> you can finally get back to that. No, that's fair. That's fair. So you see it, folks. We talking with my main man, Keith McPherson, all things Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. So don't go anywhere because after the break, we're going to dive into that all-time lineup. Naming some dudes. Random player and more. Welcome back. Point to the paint. Zach, Ben, we got Evan, run of the sticks, talking <laughs> with Keith McPherson, all about the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, sir. And as we do with all of our guests, in the second block, we're going to talk all-time starting lineup. Know how we do. Nets have some interesting names. They some do. Some interesting guys. So uh, we'll start with the one spot, the point guard. Who would you say is the Nets' all-time starting point guard? Five. Kid. <laughs> he said five. Hey, it's his jersey. <laughs> the, only, the only reason that I am a Nets fan is when he came over here, I was a kid, and J-Kid was, you know, blowing kisses from the free throw line. He was team, you know? So – uh jay kid that's my that's my favorite favorite um new jersey net never played in brooklyn nice and i like that so who's gonna be at the two spot kind of disappointed names. at this two spot i know okay. you, you, you still tell the folks no I, I, don't, I don't i don't need dr j but once you tell the <laughs> folks who your two man is 
I'm gonna dive into that. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Okay. Interesting. That's fair. No, that's fair. But why why you choose my mess? Why you choose Kyrie I mean, over Vince Carter? Um, um Vince, so Vince oh, he should be in in this group. But Vince didn't he he didn't nah now I'm thinking I'm like now you got me. Vince, I love Kyrie. <laughs> See? Interesting. I defended Kyrie. No, because Vince didn't win anything either. None of them won anything. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. None of them won a chip. Vince was, you know, half man, half amazing. Uh, Vince is probably my second favorite net. But when I was putting the team together, I'm like, skill set wise, I'm like, give me. It's hard to uh, be Kyrie, Kyrie skills. No, facts. <laughs> yeah. I definitely thought about Julius Irvin. I definitely thought about Vince Carter. But I'm like, nah, that's got to be Kid and Kyrie. And now J Kid is coaching that's Kyrie. A, but yeah. Uh, that's when, a mix when up Vince right came, there. When Vince came, you know, being a kid, we all thought that it was a surefire thing that they were going back to the finals, and they didn't get back to the finals with Vince. Uh, also, the Nets, they don't show him enough love. I feel like his jersey could be retired, that he should be back in Barclays Center. I think because he bounced around on so many teams, the yeah. Nets don't really view him like that. But he's he's in the heart of Nets fans. I still got my, you know, Vince Carter Reebok jersey from when I was like 13 in the closet that I wear. Nice. So shout out to That's VC. Awesome. He also got snubbed on the NBA 75 list. So he snubbed again on my little list right here. 100% agree with that. Uh, okay, number three, small forward. Who's on the wing? All-time small forward. Joe Johnson. ISO Joe. Uh, I love Joe. I Joe. love this pick. You do? Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> there was a time where it was like, yo, get him the ball game. And uh, he's still hooping. You know, in the last couple no, of years, I, I saw him. I think he played in the big three. I forget where else he was playing where, you know, mm -hmm. I'm in all these Nets chats where they're like, yo, we should bring Joe Johnson back. Joe I'm Johnson like, back. Is he, he 40. 50? How old is he? He's <laughs> 45. He definitely up there. I, for I remember some. there was a time, I feel like there was a time on Twitter where people were really talking about who's more clutch, Joe Johnson or LeBron, when people <laughs> were really hating LeBron in the hate LeBron era. I people were Joe like, is a Joe thing. Johnson, I'd rather have him than LeBron shoot the game winning shot. Oh, well. But this next man, we know who's going to take the last shot every time. So who's on oh, the yeah. fourth spot? The guy that took his number, uh, number seven. <laughs> Now he's back to 35 over there with the Suns, but it's KD, Kevin Durant. I mean, I talk all the time about the Nets world. KD was the guy that introduced that like term to us, Nets world, Nets world, baby. And being a Nets fan coming over from Jersey to Brooklyn, in the beginning of you know the Barclays Center days, every fan base could take over our arena. The Knicks fans, for damn sure. Bulls fans, Heat fans, Celtics fans would take over that arena, would outnumber Nets fans because of the relocation, but man, in this era that it seems like it was just a, a quick dream. Right. KD, Kyrie, really KD leading the way, built this Nets world where now we have a legit fan base. Now there are little kids that are like real fans and uh, you know, fans that were on the fence when they were young or even old, it's been 10 years now. And I feel like KD, what he did here really solidified it. It sucks that nice. Harden had the hamstring and Kyrie got the ankle. Giannis didn't let him, you know, uh, give him space to land. And then, you know, Seven tried to do it on his own, and he was this close. I was at that game, man. Uh, I was at all those games. I was at that game, Seven. I had a, a video go viral because I'm I'm sitting there. I'm at half court, and I see everybody going crazy, but I'm looking at the Bucks. They're pointing at the line. They send the three sign around the arena, and I'm like, nah, they're about to review that. That's not a three. Like, nope, that was heartbreaking. But, yeah, Kevin Durant, no hard feelings. We're over it. 
Um, they did right by him. They sent him to his preferred destination. But even in that short amount of time, Kevin Durant is an all-time net because he's an all-time NBA player. <laughs> plain and simple. True. Now, Number five. Is, is this five person being? I got a quick. Did you know that mm. this the person he's going to say was their all-time leading scorer? You I did. I feel like that's a good trivia question. That is a good trivia so question. So who is it? <laughs> Man, before he became Splash Mountain, he was below to us. Brooke Lopez was the guy. And he it's crazy to see what he's done since he left Brooklyn. They're dumb as yeah. hell for not like figuring it out with him. <laughs> he went and got a chip with Giannis, got a defensive player of the year award, and now he's got Dame Lillard with him. But we all still have a soft spot for Brooke Lopez. Uh, he could shoot it when he was with us, but he wasn't quite Splash Mountain yet. And he just was like the guy. He was the face of the franchise. Uh, Brooke mm -hmm. Lopez was a different player in those days. I, I wish the, the Nets held on to him, but it is what it is. Typical Nets. <laughs> Name it's a guy time? Good. Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. Get that yeah. immaculate grid out. And you tell us that Brooklyn Net random player. Allen Anderson. Um, man, Allen Anderson was – he was part of the Nets era that was, uh, was you know, gritty, scrappy. Right. He was the man for us. He had games where he went off and, you know, he scored a lot of points. And uh, the story that connects this is um, I was in Chicago some years ago. I actually just texted Mike Bowling yesterday, who you guys are familiar with. And I was yep. like, bro, what bar were we in where I was like, yo, that's Allen Anderson. Nobody cared. I was the only one like, oh, y'all see Allen Anderson <laughs> right there? That. We were at Public House in Chicago, and Alan Anderson just was in there, you know, doing his thing. And I Chill. didn't even bother him. This was before people were really beasting for selfies and whatnot. This was this had to be like 2015 or something, like 2016. But yeah, shout out to Alan Anderson. Uh, he was the guy in Brooklyn in those early days. I love that. All right, we'll end the uh, interview with you with what we do with well, all of our we guests. Do. We love a hot take. It's great yes, for social, and it's great for people to hear. So, looking at the season for the Brooklyn Nets, what is your hot take for them? So, I have I have a lukewarm take that I want to stand on, but the hottest take going around in the Nets world with fans is that Ben Simmons will return to all-star form. Ooh-wee. Gosh. Now, why is that? Why you believe that? I don't believe it. But that's what everybody's saying, right? They're like, he's healthy now. <laughs> there's a there's a video circulating around the Nets community of him hitting 10 out of 10 free throws. And I'm like, y'all think this is good? That's sad. Every NBA player should be able to line up and hit 10 out of 10 free throws. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? come on, bro. And I don't know. The, the hot take is that Ben Simmons is going to be an all-star point guard, defensive player, and he'll return to all-star form and, and be in the all-star game this year. I'm like, I believe oh it when God. I see it. I unsubscribe from all the Ben Simmons alerts. <laughs> I love it. All right, Keith, we appreciate you coming on. Where can people find your work, radio, social, TV, wherever? Yeah, so just look at my name. First name, last name. My mom came up with it, and I just didn't really, like, run with any nicknames or stage names. Keith McPherson, at Keith McPherson, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, I am the nightly radio host at WFAN, so – WFAN is the first 24-7 sports radio station ever created. It's the number one station in the number one market in the world. And they let your boy go on there and talk about whatever I want every night. Love that. Uh, I've been awesome. doing that for two years. 
Um, there's not that many young brothers in the city with the uh, power of that microphone or sitting in that chair. So you can check me out on there, which streams through the Odyssey app, wherever you are. Um, you know, I've been on the score 760 a couple times too, talking about the Yankees or talking about uh, Bulls nets. Um, you also can find me streaming on the Bleacher Report app. I go on the Bleacher Report app every week and host little 30 minute segments about potential trades or top 10 list. And uh, I got some things in the work um, to get back on TV, things in the works. I was on MLB Network last year, but I had a baby April 13th and I couldn't run it back for season two off base. But I, I, I might pop back up on MLB Network and the Yes Network. But you guys are in Chicago. Uh, you guys don't really uh, get jiggy with the New York stuff like that. So you won't see the, the, the Yes Network. <laughs> internet, man. Just, just find me on the internet and, and on you know the Odyssey what? app. If you ever want to hear New York sports talk, I, I take more of a national approach than you know just New York because the New York teams are, are trash. But, um, yeah, on the Odyssey <laughs> app and online at Keith McPherson. Awesome. Sweet, sweet. Keith, appreciate you coming by, talking Nets, yes, and coming sir. up next – we're talking uh, some ref controversy. Oh, yeah. It's eight to zero. Points in the paint. Welcome back. Points in the paint. Want to thank Keith McPherson yeah. for coming on, talking yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Everything Brooklyn Nets. Make sure you get with That's him great. on the podcast, Talking Nets, the podcast. You yeah. want to talk everything Brooklyn Nets? And, Keith and you can find the, the podcast everywhere with all of our previews. Yep, too. There you go. Love it. Uh, Zach, before we go, Gilbert Arenas. Saying some interesting things on the interwebs, and you agree with him? Yeah. What? Uh, what? What did he say? What did he, he say? He out here talking about coaches should be, you know, coaches should be able to. What? What is it? Eject? Eject, referees? An, eject an official? That is crazy. Yes. No. Absolutely. Officials, first of all, need to be held in a much higher standard. And Facts. if they screw They're, up a couple they calls, are human. you're out. Listen, it's like it's like you know how they can human. give technicals. Yes. Coaches should be able to give a technical to an official if they miss a they call. Miss? Oh, miss two, a call? Yeah. Two, two texts. Text, you're out. That is silly. You're stuck with two officials the rest of the game. That's fine. No, you need three because you gotta have one. <laughs> you gotta have three officials. So wait. So basically, what you're saying is, is that the NBA needs to prepare themselves for more officials getting to come in to sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have backup officials. officials. Yeah. <laughs> next okay. man up. Listen, next man up. I like that. Go next man up. I think officials should go next man up. That's how it should go. Ridiculous. Coaches should be able to give officials go up to the official. Go boom. Yeah, that's one. And then two, if you you're don't out. like. But if you don't like a ref, you could just tee him the first two minutes of the game, and then tee him up again the next quarter. It's only bam, like after reviews, maybe if they mess up a review. Okay, I like we'll, that. we'll put some ground rules on. We'll gotta be it out. some ground rules. We'll gotta figure be it some out. Ground rules. Figure it out. <laughs> that's gonna conclude this edition of Points of the Pay podcast. We want to thank Keith again, talking everything Brooklyn Nets. We gotta thank my man's E Dub Evan. Only Love ones it. and twos, holding it down. I appreciate him for sure. Ben Winston, that's my main man. You will hear from us next week. NBA preview, baby. 